Hey everybody, what's up? We're here live, Red Zone DFS. Uh, we are talking the 2022 Players Championship. Uh, I mean, guys, this is just an absolutely fantastic, fantastic tournament. Um, if you're playing one and done or anything like that, uh, you're going to know that this is one of the biggest purses of the entire year, if not the biggest, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, just give me a second here. I am going to go uh, retweet this on Twitter so that way we can have everybody in here. Hope everybody's having a nice little evening. Should be good to go. Uh, let's take a look here. Search for Red Zone. Make sure we're live on Twitter. I think that we should be. Um, there it goes. Okay, retweet. All right. All right. Cool. So let's go. Let's go. So we're just going to jump straight into it. Um, you know, I think that we have quite a bit of interest um, in a few guys. Uh, I think that the way that the tournament ended last week is going to be a um, a pretty big uh, pretty big detractor for a guy that I was looking pretty excited to play this week, uh, and that's Rory McIlroy. Um, that's the guy I want to talk uh, talk about, kind of like off the hop. I think a lot of people wanted to play Rory this week, uh, and then man, he just he did not have a good weekend. Some of the comments that you know. He was kind of seen. Um, I mean, he. I mean, he was just. It was just bad, man. It was really bad. So, but what that's done for us is now we have basically no ownership on Rory. Uh, I mean, it is fantastic. So I'm. I'm gonna go right back to Rory McIlroy this week. Uh, we'll kind of start with ownership projections and kind of see where we're at. Um, I think there's a few guys that are going to be pretty interesting. Um, so some guys initially that I like, and then we'll go look at the ownership. I like Rory this week. I really like Morikawa. Um, Xander Schauffele, who by all accounts is not getting a whole lot of ownership anywhere. Um, uh, Scotty Scheffler, who obviously won last week, he's just playing great golf. Um, and he's priced somewhere where – you can play him and, and not have to worry about like, oh, he just won last week. Like, I can't play him. Like, I'm all about him. Willie Z played well in his last game here. Really like a little bit of Will's Alatoris. Um, you know, he's he's a guy. Berger, who I like, is probably going to garner quite a bit of ownership. Um, for It was looking like last weekend that not a whole lot of people were going to be interested in playing Brooks. That has kind of changed. Um, Brooks is kind of steaming up there a little bit. Uh, Neiman's a guy in the mid eights that I have some interest in playing. Um, if the weather gets weird, I think Shane Lowry is probably a pretty good play. Played well in the bad weather, kind of lost it down the stretch at Bay Hill. But look, I mean, we're at the Honda Classic, but I mean, you know, great player in the wind. He's a guy I'm going to have some interest in. Matthew Fitzpatrick's kind of priced a little bit incorrectly. You'll start to see some ownership. Webb Simpson at 7,600, I think is really, really interesting just because he's a guy who's only played once so far this year. Um, 
but this is, you know, he does play really well at Pete Dye courses. Um, this is some something that would probably suit him, right? Um, Jason Day, going to be tough to know where his head's at. His mother just passed away. Um, that can either go one or two ways. It can really galvanize a player. They can really win for their, you know, loved one who passed. Or, you know, their, their head just kind of won't be in it. Um, Paul Casey might end up now. He played terrible last weekend. I think he's still going to garner some ownership, but I really like Paul Casey at this tournament. He was going to be like uber chalk, and then he just played horribly, horribly last week. Um, so that's kind of good. I like Gary. I know Gary imploded last week. It's okay. We don't have to worry about that too much. I think Gary's going to be fine. Starting to get down here into some of the low sevens. Uh, Patrick Reed has just hasn't been playing very well. I know everybody hates him. That's fine. Um, yeah, there's some guys down here. Kevin Kevin Nall with Drew. Uh, his wife's had another. They're having another kid, so he's not going to be playing this week. Uh, a guy I like is Seamus Power. It's, you know, rates out really well. Um, I think he's going to be. He's kind of one of those grinder guys. Kevin Kisner. I'm going right back to him. This is a course that suits kids a lot better than it did last week. And boy, he did not play low well last week. But he definitely likes the Pete Dye a little bit better. Um, if you want to go to Killer Keith, you know, we're on Bermuda. He loves loves Bermuda. Uh, that I just <laughs> the strokes gain approach, the ball striking, not great. He is gaining quite a bit off the tee, which you know I think is encouraging. But holy smokes, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not good, right? He's, he's lost year to date, 7.3 strokes on approach. That's a scary one when there's a lot of water. Lonto, I think, is another guy. Strokes gain around the green. He's, he doesn't rate out great again at, but there isn't really any around the green here. Um, everything is mowed down really closely. You can putt a lot of this stuff. Uh, it's not like Bay Hill last week where everything was super long and the rough was really, really penalizing. You can kind of just roll with it, right? Um, I like Norin uh, at a very hard core if this ends up playing tough. I think Keegan's a great play at 6,900. Nice. Um, he's one of those guys where I'd, I certainly have some interest in. Um, he kind of fits into a narrative as well uh, that we'll talk about in, in a little bit. Um some of these guys down here, the Todd father, Brennan Todd, um, got some interest in. Molinari, you know, hasn't been playing too great. I, I think this is a course that he can do pretty well at. Um, he's drawn a bit of a tough tee time if the weather gets bad on Friday. He's in the a.m., and he's going to play in the afternoon on Friday wave, which if you look at the, wind for, at the uh, weather forecast, is, is not great. Right, it's going to be pretty rough. Um, so, you know, he he, you kind of have to consider that um, down here. I think Joel Damon is is a fine play, but he's in that bad wave as well. I mean, it could not be horrible. Uh, Mito Pereira, um, he's a guy that I like down here. Again, not not in a, a great wave. Um, Aaron Wise, you could do worse, I guess. Bo Hostler, I mean, I was listening to Mayo and Ben Raza talk on Mayo's show. I mean, Ben, ben mentioned, you know, Bo Hostler is somebody who's he's going to be maybe taking a look at. Um, I, I don't know. Pat Perez, you know, he's been playing pretty good. Um, 
the scary part about Perez here is his strokes hanging off the tee and him spraying it just because there's so much water all over the place. I mean, it is like really scary. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it is what it is. Thomas Peters down at 6,300. Again, his strokes gained overall haven't been great. His off the tee has been mediocre. His putting is absolutely atrocious. But for down here at 6,300, he is in the top 50 in DraftKings scoring. Um, so that's something that has, has me has some interest in him, along with guys like Pendrith and stuff like that. Uh, but let's go take a look at some ownership, kind of see where we have here. Um, this is, you know, Wednesday night before the tournament. Probably should give us just about the best gauge that we're going to take. We are going to uh, going to get as far as ownership projections. Um, and some interesting stuff here. I mean, Berger, you know, again, this is through Fantasy National. So you got to understand that in your single entry tournaments and even your higher stakes, some of these guys might be a little bit higher. Um, but ownership has kind of now flattened out across the board. Um. Hideki is somebody that I'm going to fade. Um, 9,600, I just like some other people. Patrick Cantlay is a guy that I, I don't have a whole lot of this week. Um, I like some of the ownership percentages I'm seeing on like Gary Woodland, around 7% at 7,400. Uh, Lonto, 5%. Uh, that, that's stuff that I like to see. Um Ian Poulter, I think, might be an interesting guy in the low sevens that you can go to. Again, Kisner, 2.5%. Nobody's playing Kisner. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, nothing too crazy here. Um, if you go and take a, you know, take a look at some of the lineups here, if we go to the lineup generator and see what – see what the um, – see what the sim likes – uh, it's, it spits out some interesting builds, right? So we get a lot of Rory Scheffler, Morikawa, Xander Scheffler, which I really, really like. That's a build that, I mean, is going to be pretty unique, um, you know, and I don't think a lot of people are going to do. Morikawa is going to be decently owned, right? Um, another one, Xander, Zalatoris, Brooks is a good three-person to start. Um, Zalatoris, Berger, Kepka you know, Neiman, there's a pretty balanced lineup where you're starting with four players in the eights. And then you've got two guys. I mean, that is a fantastic lineup. I mean, I'm not going to disclose the last two guys in there, but you know, I really, really like that lineup. And it's a way that you can get a guy like Berger who is going to be chalky into your lineup. But again, it doesn't really matter if you balance out the rest of your lineup, you can play some of these chalky guys. It doesn't really matter. Right. Like, I, I can go ahead and play a Daniel Berger and not have to worry about it too much just because I started with my first player, you know, in the eight. So we're going Zalatoris, we're going Berger, Brooks, and then Neiman, and then your last two. I mean, you put those guys in there, right? You've got 49, you've got 76.50 per player left. I mean, go ahead and take your pick. And I think this is one of the weeks that it's going to be such a deep field that you're going to need to, I think the balanced lineup is going to be the way to go here. Right. 
Um, so you can really throw anybody you want to in here. I mean, you can throw, you know, I, I, I mean, you could go with a Max Homa. You could go with a Paul Casey. You could go with Fleetwood. You could go with Woodland, who we talked about that we like, right? And that's just a solid lineup. Most of the, most of the tournaments that I play in particular, you know, we're looking at single entry, three max, stuff like that. You don't need to get too crazy. I mean, we start talking about Bull Hostler and some of those guys. That's fine if you're going to try and jam in some expensive guys, but by all means, it's it's certainly not necessary, right? You can cert- you can get away with it by not doing that. Um, when I use Fantasy National to generate these lineups, um, I always you know do 200 short of the max salary. Um, just kind of gives me a way to get a little bit different because most people, especially on a popular tournament like this, you will get a lot of newbies and a lot of people who would just be playing for the first time and they won't really know kind of what's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, to recap, um, my guys up at the top, let's go back to the first screen here. Uh, I've got a player pool of 26 players this week. So not a ton. And really, if we just eliminate, you know, the guys below 6,000, it's which are just going to be here and there. It's really so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So really, you know, I've got a player pool of 15 guys. Now that's pretty tight and I'm going to mix and match some of the other guys. But this is one of those things where like I'm just going to make a stand this week and keep my player pool really tight. And if they hit they hit. And if they don't, then that's okay, right? We just lose everything. But if they do hit, we're going to be in really, really good shape. And I'm not going to be super overweight of the field, taking a lot of these weird, weird stands and playing like, you know, 20% Mito Pereira or, you know, 20% Bo Hostler or something like that, right? Um, I think the balance build is probably a little bit better way to go. Uh, I think you certainly have to get some ROM into your lineup um, just because this is one of those tournaments where he could just, if he's on, he could just completely wax the entire field, right? So I think that we have to get some sort of exposure to ROM. But really, I like Rory to bounce back this week. Morikawa, Rory and Morikawa are my two guys up in the 10s. Like Xander and Scheffler are my two favorite plays out of the $9,000 range. Uh, the eights is probably going to be my is going to be my favorite range again because I'm going with more of a balanced build. Uh, I like Zalatoris, Berger, Brooks, and Neiman, and then Shane Lowry at that flat eight thousand. Uh, I like Matthew Fitzpatrick in the high sevens. Answer I think is a fantastic play here. He's a guy that everyone really likes his skill set. This is a course where you kind of need to keep it in the field of play a little bit more. He hits a lot of fairways. He's not going to do it. His strokes gain around the green has been terrible, but I don't really care about that, right? Um, Paul Casey, I think, is going to be somebody that's going to be a little bit more chalky uh, that I'm going to choose to play. Um, I just like his skill set, and I like the way that uh, his game fits this course and just Pete Dye in general. Gary Woodland, everyone can shy away from him all they want to, but, you know, so if you start so if you start to look at some of the guys that I like and you start to look at the weather, okay? It looks like Friday afternoon that there is going to be a significant amount of weather. Now, it could be lightning, could be some sort of delays, but what could happen is that 
the guys teeing off in the afternoon could conceivably have to come back out Saturday morning and finish, you know, five to seven holes or whatever it might be. Consequently, the guys that I, some of the guys that I like a lot are in the PMAM stack. So what that means, right, is like Rory, Morikawa, Xander, Scotty are all playing the afternoon on Thursday, and then they're playing Friday morning. So they're going to get done. Some of the, you know, there's some guys in here that I obviously like that, you know, doesn't fit that narrative, but that's okay, right? I'm going to build. Um, I'm playing some lineups in the ten dollar, um, hundred and fifty. I'm playing uh, five lineups in there or I'm sorry, I'm going to do six. So I'm going to do um, 3 p.m. a.m. stacks and then three just kind of really weird load up high, play some cheap guys um, and see if I can find something within there. Just kind of experiment with it a little bit just in case that my way that my core, my balance builds that I'm going to put most of my money towards for whatever reason misses. I have kind of a secondary backup plan there. Um, and like I said, there's some cool tournaments this week. So you might want to think about taking advantage of that. Um, so I didn't want to keep us too long, like to keep these around like 15 to 20 minutes, but I encourage you guys to go check, check out the wind splits, um, and the weather splits, maybe consider building a PM AM stack. Um, and you know, let's go have some fun. It's going to be a fantastic tournament. Um, it's going to be a fun one to watch probably the deepest field that we'll have all year. Um, aside from, I mean, I, I think it's probably the deepest field that we'll have all year from top to bottom. Even when you get down into the sixes, right? There's guys in there, Pat Perez, you know, Molinari, major winners that are down in the sixes that have been up in this high sevens and eights um, earlier at tournaments in the year, right? So it's going to be a fantastic tournament. Enjoy everybody. And good luck, and I hope uh, everyone wins some money. If you win, you know, if you happen to use our advice and uh, and are able to hit it big, interact with us on Twitter, shoot me a screenshot of what you guys do. I'll definitely retweet it. We certainly appreciate all the interaction. And go sign up on our website um, at redzonedfs.com. It's free. Um, we're going to be, you know, once baseball starts getting rolling here, Joey and Vinny uh, are going to be rolling. But come check me out on Twitter at JJ McIntosh. Peace.